Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Hola, Mujerones. Welcome back to the Mujeron podcast. I am so excited for today's conversation because this is something that continues to come up in the conversations I'm having with you all. And that is how do we get prepared to get capital alone for your business? It is so important for us to get these resources in order to expand and really build that big vision that we have for our businesses. So today I have a very special friend who is going to be sharing a little bit more about how we can get prepared. Please help me welcome Silvia Álvarez. Gracias, Silvia, por estar aquí el día de hoy. Muchas gracias por acompañarnos. I'm so excited to have you. Good morning, mujerones. I love the opportunity, and Arizona Bank and Trust couldn't be more happier to be part of a, such an amazing uh, group and energy. So I'm looking forward, and so my peers are, we all, you know, very, very excited to what this is going to bring. Yes, and I want to also make sure we mention Arizona Bank and Trust is our presenting sponsor for the Mujeron Movement 2022 event. And I think it's important for us to also mention this because without this type of help, Silvia, muchas gracias de, de todo corazón, because without this type of help, we could not make these type of events possible for our comunidad. Of course, of course. And, uh, you know, we we are out there. And what makes us uh, set apart from the rest is our commitment to our community. And obviously, I'm a commercial banker. And I'm a woman. I'm a Latina. So this is going to hit very, very close to my heart. Yes. Tell us a little bit more about you, Silvia, where you come from, tus raíces, and why you decided to become a commercial banker and help businesses? You know what? It's, it's so great, the opportunity that God has given me, because um, I am from a small little country, beautiful, gorgeous, small little country, Costa Rica, Central America. So many, many years ago, I thought, or I believed that I needed to come to United States and learn the language. And uh, at the time, a lot of companies such, uh, you know, major companies were opening business in Costa Rica or opening offices in Costa Rica. And part of their incentive given to them was for the Costa Ricans to have the opportunity to have jobs within their companies while in Costa Rica, right? So I realized that as a you know, public relations uh, professionally, which is really my background, I needed to fully understand not only the language, but the culture itself. So I applied for a scholarship that I ended up getting in university in uh, Boston. And uh, it was coming, come and live with the family, learn the culture, learn the language and go back home. And I did that. But as the opportunity opened up, uh, I start like pretty much open every single door that was available to me. And um, once I was done living in Boston because of the weather, I 
thought I was ready to come to Costa Rica. And you know what? Once again, something else opened up. I grabbed it with my own hands and I said, I'm going to go for it and brought me to Arizona. And being in Arizona opened up my career in banking. I am very caring about what everybody's doing and I like to help. And um, our bank, Arizona Bank and Trust, has given us the opportunity to do so. So I've been in banking for 20 years, a little bit over 20 years. That's amazing. And how have you seen that your work has truly impacted like our Latino community? Or what do you see that a lot of times our Latino community needs when it comes to being more aware about banking and how these just being involved is so important for our businesses as well? You know, I go out and you know, it, I cover events for the community. And that's when I realized with the one-on-one talking with the, you know, the prospect client, where his needs or her needs might be. So sometimes our business owners might not know what they do not know. Mm. They might think, I want to, you know, I want to bake some kids. I want to make some cookies, but they have their grandma's recipes Everybody in the neighborhood is already using or buying their stuff, but they, you know, they want to bring it up to the next level. So we, I believe as bankers are like, uh, like, uh, you know, got uh, fairy godmothers because <laughs> we bring that perspective, that dream that our client might have to a different, you know, level. So once again, sharing with the community is what makes us different. We hear about it, what is the needs of the moment. And um, we are in very important present times because, you know, we just, I wouldn't say that we're completely done, but we had a pandemic and we went through it. And a lot of business did not survive. Businesses that were already pretty much in their route to be destroyed. And um, the ones that remain are pretty much running the, the country. So I am very, um, in, you know, in touch with a small business owner because, you know, what better that is that, you know, people that are putting their business before their own needs. Yes. So yes, we, we are like uh, connecting with the community. We are hearing what they have to say. We go to events, we, 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 we make that connection. I think you said something so important here, how there's so many businesses that did not survive the pandemic. And I think sometimes we forget how important it is to have our business finances, you know, together, but more than anything to have someone in our corner, like yourself, guiding us through these, these times, right, of uncertainty. And if we are not doing the work right now, we are not preparing ourselves financially to really be strong in, in our businesses, then who's to say that, you know, the recession or whatever's coming, we will survive that. So with that being said, I want us to go through maybe a couple, a few steps that we can kind of take away today on how we can get prepared to get capital for our business, because I sure. know a huge help. And that would have been such a huge help for some of these businesses that if they had that money, they had these type of loans, maybe their businesses could have survived. So tell us a little bit more about like, what would be the first step for someone that 
is maybe just starting or they have a few uh, years in business and they want to start getting ready to apply for a loan, what would that first step be? Get rid of fear. Mm. That's the main one. Get rid of fear. We need to make sure that we write our goals and what we want to accomplish and put, obviously, set, um, set time for those goals to be a shift. Once we get that idea, we need to go and connect with the banker. Obviously, you know, our bankers in the bank and trust have that, you know, that banker that is going to relate to every single uh, type of business. We, you know, businesses that are out there and um, we want to kind of tailor a plan. So important is to be connected with that banker and you know and bring the idea to that banker you know because sometimes you know you might say oh I want to sell ice cream but then you're like oh but there's like five shops that sell ice cream well you know what those five shops don't have your recipe so there's always going to be an opportunity you want to make sure what and how you want to develop you need to create a business plan if you are less than 20, 24 months in the, into the business itself, you definitely want to be able to have what, you know, a written plan of how this is going to go, because the banks are going to look into that. You want to be able to obviously be on top with uh, your taxes, your business taxes, in case that you already have a, or, you know, a business that is growing. And uh, everything is kind of measured that way. Yes, we are, um, you know, we are in a credit-driven type of society, and that's important. What is credit? We credit is a, a fad that tells the banks how good are you paying back, know how much debt you have, but how good are you managing paying that debt back? They want to see that performance, and that is my friends a big, big part of what we have to do. Once you get that the documentation, you know, obviously you need to establish an, 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 um, a, an entity, whether it's an LLC, limited liability company, sole proprietorship, corporation, there's different types of entities. And uh, this is going to be uh, decide with another person that needs to be very important to your life, a good accountant. A person that will say, this is what your books are going to look like. And that person, along with your banker, we're going to walk hand to hand your journey. Mm -hmm. So I want to say that's kind of the, that primarily. I, I, once again, the most important thing is lose the fear. Get the momentum. Grab the idea. Go with it and go and actually share it with a, a group of mentors that are going to be your biggest cheerleaders and be open to those that are around that would say, well, I don't think that this idea is good because this and this and that, because you still, you still need to be able to take that feedback and adjust it, but, you know, dream and achieve. Yes. And I think the fear is such an important part to this because especially growing up Latina, I feel like loans and credit cards and all of that is a little scary for us sometimes because we think we owe people right and like it's it's that mentality sometimes that maybe you know we grew up listening to some conversations that didn't really sit with us growing up when it came to credit but I think that 
the more I have spent time in business and the more I hear from people who are very successful, they also talk about how they leverage these types yeah. of things, right? And how important it is, how important it has been to have these tools that have allowed them to reach the next level. So definitely making sure that you get away from that fear, like sit down and really think about why are you feeling the fear when it comes to maybe seeking help? And then the other thing you mentioned is having a very good relationship with your banker. I think that was something that stood out to me a lot since I've been talking to you, Silvia, because I think many times we see the bank as a very transactional relationship, right? Like we just go there, our money goes there, we take it out, we pay or whatever the case may be, but it's very transactional already that many times if you don't have a very close relationship with a banker, then you kind of lose that, that sense of feeling identified and feeling heard. So I think that's so important. No question is a dumb question, Yeah, you know, and like having that, taking that fear, getting rid of that fear to have a relationship with your banker is also so important. Um, mm -hmm. Anything you want to add to that? Well, definitely. I mean, I myself, I'm a Latina that chose to make United States my home. I am raising my child here. So um, probably if you said that to me 20 years ago, I would not have even think that I would live in a different country than my mama, but I am. So I don't want not to take the opportunities that have been given to me and express them. Because keep in mind, we are moms, we are daughters, we're sisters with wives. But most important, important we, you know, we are we. We are here, we are, you know, princesses. We are, you know, we were made to, you know, by a God that is just, you know, putting us here to change people's life. Everything that you do, Sonia, affects a whole bunch of people. Everything I do affects a whole bunch of people as well. Yes. And I want to make sure that we go back to some of the things that you mentioned as the steps um, for us to get ready to get capital for our business. So we talked about fear, right? Really letting go of that fear. You also mentioned to us organizing our businesses, getting an accountant on our team. For those of us who are just starting and maybe we don't have an accountant yet, what are some of the first steps that we need to take in order to organize our business? And, and one of the ones that you and I have talked off camera has been making sure we don't mix our personal expenses with our business expenses. Any Definitely. other tips that you can give us so that we can get organized um, and ready to maybe get an accountant on our team? And if we don't have one, what are some of the other things that we can do? You know what? Um, once again, the connection with your banker is going to be huge because you do not know what you do not know, right? So um, having this one-on-one, -on -one, uh, you know, after all, the banker is going to be your, it's going to be your ears, mouth, and eyes within the organization. We, a particular nurse on the bank and trust, in my case, every time I have a deal in front of me, I have somebody with an idea of what they want to do. I have to build up a history behind. What is it that you want to do? 
where do you see yourself in a year, five years, 10 years? I have that plan actually. And uh, I present that to the underwriter. You uh, definitely wanna know, you definitely wanna have your, your personal assets, your personal situation different or in a different location than your business. Your business is gonna be your new project, it's your baby. And um, you need to kind of nurture it. So, um, you know, we, we talk about uh, defining, and that's again, you know, something that, that uh, you know, the accountant will help you, defining what type of entity you need to go, you know, you're gonna be, you need to go to the Arizona Corporation and register your business. One thing that is um, very important is that sometimes you're like, oh, I want to have this name. And, I, and sometimes you do not go to the Arizona Corporation and you choose that name, you print out cards. I actually happened to know of a business that did this. She was called, let me give you an example. She was called the, the Queen Empanada or Happy Empanada. And, um, and, uh, she, and there was another business that had similar name, pretty, pretty, pretty much the same. So they, they both have to come to an agreement which one is going to carry what name mm -hmm. and keep in mind the other lady already spent money running some uh, merchandise on under the name that she thought that she wanted it so make a very uh, detailed decision on the name is important because that is going to be your branding right marketing and social media is part of it uh, the bank will look into uh, your, uh, you know, and I don't want to take that importance of the writing the business plan because that's going to be the, you know, the hardcore of your business. You want to know, Sonia, what you want to do, because you cannot say, you know, you can dream all you want, but you need to have some stable ideas, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, what else I can tell you? We want to know what your expense of the daily activity of running the business might look like that's another thing you can go as detailed as that because there's capital or working capital funds that are going to be based on the revenue of the company we talk about what you are going to project for revenue on the first year second year third year right mm -hmm. and um what else i want to say the eagerness to achieve those goals so having a plan, having a banker, having a, a, a successful uh, CPA, having an attorney is important. You know, you want to make sure that you have documents written down properly. And uh, you, you know, you never know when things can happen or go south. And you want to make sure you're protected and nothing, nothing can impact your daily activity. Yes. And I, I just want to kind of, throw this in there for anyone that may be feeling overwhelmed because it's a lot of steps and a lot of information that the first step within organizing your business is just getting that banker on your side. Someone like Silvia will really sit down with you and make sure that, you know, you're taking the steps you need in order to get your business organized. I think that would be one of the the first amazing steps and obviously, you know, everything we talked about will happen with time. Um, but I think that's why it's so important to have that plan, right? And have that that per, that banker that can like sit down with you and you can tell them like, hey, this is my goal. This is how much money I would like to, you know, um, apply for. And then 
you guys kind of have a game plan together. Right, right. And that's exactly. And that's another thing that, you know, I happened to dealt with before when there was this lady because we would do also a commercial real estate and she want, she was doing amazing. She was growing his, her business. Things were, you know, pointed out to the right, to see, you know, that right um, place. And she wanted to, she was, she thought that she was ready to buy the building. And uh, we actually walk her through that to the process to prepare her when the building came. So sometimes we might want or think that we need to have something right away, but in reality, let's grow organic. You know, in this society, once again, things can change very dramatically in a, you know, in a split second. So you wanna make sure that we are securing our, you know, our lives and, you know, for us and for our, you know, our children and people that are behind us. So mm. uh, having this plan in place, we make a difference. Sometimes we, what we want today is not really what we need today, but well wanted and we can, you know, put it as a part of the business plan and be, a, you know, something to achieve. I love that. I love like just the the time, right, of growing together as well and just knowing that you have a team that are there for you and they see your vision and they're going to help you get there. So other of the steps that you mentioned was the credit, right? Getting sure that we have control of our credit so that when we are getting ready to uh, start the process of getting capital for our business, we make sure that we have done the work. So for someone that is starting their business and they have no business credit history, what would be a way to one, establish it? And then the other question we had was, do they base it on our personal credit when we're starting? It matters. It matters. Yes. We see, we ourselves see everything as a a complete unit. We take the credit of the business and the credit credit of the guarantor and put all together in our software. In this way, we kind of like score the deals. But um, you know, sometimes uh, you know people might not be necessarily that in tune with their credit, or they're nervous to see what is happening because six, seven years ago, something that they were you know dealing with. you know, let's say divorce, right? Or, you know, they didn't take, you know, fully interest into learning about credit and the things hidden there and uh, that impact the scoring of their actual credit credit score today, right? So face it, let's see what is out there. There are people that are in charge of cleaning credits how they look today. There are entities, group of uh, organizations that they do that. I know that they're also within the, 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 the Valley, within Arizona, there's uh, you know, nonprofits that they teach women. And I say women because we're talking about this group, but they teach how to gain control of your finances. You know, that the money that is incoming is more than the, what is being out or is being spent. So, you know, being on time with uh, payments, you know, is going to be a huge impact, you know, in pointage. Every time you make, you know, your, your mortgage payment, that is huge 
what is, you know, keeps up with the scoring of your actual credit score. Every time that you are behind, that is also impacts very dramatically that number as well. So let's take a look into the credit. Let's, let's, let's face it. I mean, let's lose the fear. <laughs> yeah. And once again, I don't want to like use it as a, as a negative thing. I mean, it is what it is, but it's the white elephant in the room. Let's take a look. Let's see what we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely agree that sometimes, you know, we might think that, oh, I want this and I want it now. But you know what? It's not necessarily like that. If we want to position ourselves with a credit score that is strong enough for a, any bank to, you know, to take a peek to you. Because that's what we're doing. We are believing in what your idea is and how that can impact your, uh, the society that you are in. And um, that would be kind of what my, my biggest, you know, um, input will be. Let's, let's take a look on what's happening. You know, don't worry about like, oh, my ex-husband did this and that in my credit and, and it's his fault or, you know, your fault or whatnot. No, I mean, it is in your credit. So face it. I think this takes me back to any time in my life where I have felt that fear, right? Of like confronting, like what, where am I, where do I stand at right now? And especially it's when you've been spending, you know what I mean? Or, you know, you have a balance on your cards or whatever the case may be. And when you go into really making a plan, okay, what is my plan for me to make better decisions and take control of my finances? The piece that comes after that is so much more rewarding than sitting in that fear of not wanting to confront. So I think that's such good advice, you know, no matter if we're going to concentrate on our personal finances or with our business, just really confronting brings so much peace afterwards. Even if you're not in the best place, when you have a plan and you know where you're going and you know where you stand, it kind of brings you back to like, okay, I can do this. And I have people like Silvia who are going to help me get there. Thank you. Yes. And even for the business, I mean, it's the same story. You know, you want to make sure that you apply for credit under the business name, under the tax ID right away, pretty much. Because if once a bank give you a line of credit and they see that you use it, you pay it back, it's a revolving line of credit and it's used how it needs to be used, that is going to, you know, impact that credit for the business alone. So um, another tip that I wanted to share, and I just thought about it, you know, somebody said, oh, I have like 12 credit cards and I use, you know, the 12, of, I use five of them, right? Try to, do I need to, uh, you know, do I need to have the other credit cards? What rewards are, you know, that's important to when you are kind of, kind of like working on that. What is, what is, what is this card bringing to my life? What am I doing with it? Let's say that that person also, it has exposed or used credit and is very high limit. Well, let's have a plan. Let's start paying from the smallest amount to the biggest amount because that will give you a sense of achievement. Seeing that you're paying this credit card off and you're paying this credit card off, and you know it's like a like a cascade effect. And that's another you know another tip that you know I, I see it work all the time and. Uh, 
and I strongly recommend. Yeah, absolutely. I love this talk about, I, I think because it's such a taboo topic, especially in our comunidad with Latinos, I think this is such a good topic to really get into. And just like you said, face the elephant in the room because Latinas just need to get it together so we can have you know, this, this money to help us and we can apply for these type of loans so that we can grow. And like you said, make an impact because we're all making an impact with what we're doing. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. All right, Silvia, I wanted to ask you one thing before we kind of wrap up. What would you tell a business owner who right now is listening to us and is just really sitting in that fear and maybe they are either afraid of confronting like we said uh, their finances or maybe they are they have the fear of just making that step that relationship with a commercial banker or someone to help them what would you tell them so that they can feel encouraged I say put your hands in your heart and just pray prayed about it, you know, and uh, say, well, you know, I have this idea. This is how my abuelita used to do it. And she, even though she didn't have the opportunity that now I do have, what should I do? Do I go and do this business that I'm then I think it is my passion and it's within my, my soul and it's every single cell in my body is telling me to do it. So then do it, pull all the steps, get yourself this sponsors, people that are going to be mentors and present that idea. You might not be ready right away to talk to the banker because you feel like once I go to the bank, it's because I have all the of the uh, information and that's okay. But get this, you know, this set of individuals that you can expose these ideas of yours. In other words, in other words, go with what your heart tells you. Face it. Be strong, be a strong Latina. We are here. You know, like I said, we, some of us chose to live in this country and we were put here and we need to make it happen. We have no other choice. Mm -hmm. And if you were blessed to live here, embrace your, your roots. Your abuelita probably didn't have the opportunities that you do, right? So honor your ancestors and go with it. I guarantee you that if it doesn't work out for some reason, you still will be content because you get it out of your system. Yes. And I want to add to that. You have two amigas here who are cheering for you and we are willing to help you. If you have any questions, please reach out to us. Uh, Silvia, thank you so much for this conversation. I know sometimes money and finances and anything anything revolving money can be a little intimidating but you allowed this to just be a very flowing conversation that really helped even myself to kind of gain some clarity within um, how to get ready to get capital for our business. So I wanted to just quickly recap for all of those of you that are listening to us. Number one is getting rid of the fear. Number two is organizing your business, get your team together, accountants, your banker, whoever's going to be there to help you really make your vision come true. And then number three, we talked about credit. 
how do you get ready uh, even with your personal credit and also establishing that business credit? So obviously there's a lot more out there, but if you have any questions, please reach out to Silvia so that she can help you on your journey. Silvia, de nuevo, muchísimas gracias for being here today. Oh, it fue fantastico. This is just a blessing for me. And uh, remember, everything that I do impact you and everything that you do impact me. So let's go and make good choices. Thank you, Mujerones, for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron Podcast. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron Podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dreams.